Uh, another thing is recognizing all of the roles that we have, all of the ways that we show up, that people experience us. I'm not always going to have each of those hats on every day, all the time. Like that's impossible. So some days I'm going to show up um, in a brilliant way as a business owner. Other days I'm going to show up amazing as a mother. Other days I'm going to be that bomb wife. Like, But it's to expect myself to perfectly wear all of those hats is like, you know, trying to wear, you know, a wig and a crochet set and box braids and a bomb twist out, like all that. It sounds insane. Is that the best way for Luann to show up? Is that conducive to my highest good? Is that conducive to my joy? Welcome to the Well Worth Watering podcast. I'm Luann, and my goal is to empower educate and nourish black birthing people along their birth and new parenthood journeys one message one truth one story at a time because we are well worth this conversation we are well worth pouring into we are well worth watering this episode is going to be a moment of exhale for me i want to talk today about what it feels like to come through a season of challenge and struggle, especially as a parent and mom, and fight this urge to want to get back to it all, right? This urge to want to get back on the hamster wheel or get back to producing or get back to dot, 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 ellipsis, whatever that looks like for you. What do we do with that feeling? Do we sit with it or do we rush it? Do we ignore it or do we acknowledge it? What do we do? What could we do? That's what I want to talk about today. So welcome back to the podcast. So in my podcast schedule, before these last couple of challenging weeks, I talked, I plan to talk about birth from your baby's view what we imagine birth might be like from your baby's perspective. And while I think that is important, and I definitely want to record that episode soon, I something in my spirit just told me, you know, make space to talk about what's going on with you. You are allowed that, Luann. And as much as I encourage it for you all, I need to encourage it and, and leave those moments for myself too. So that's what I'm doing today. These last couple of weeks, as I mentioned, have been challenging. I feel like uh, this week and maybe much of last was the first time where I felt like, okay, I kind of got my got my footing. I'm not just kind of like staying above water here. Our entire family, well, our, I guess, nuclear family uh, was dealing with COVID. Everybody got it like one after the next. And that was tough. It was, you know, tough on us, um, particularly because, you know, we're in the DMV area, we're in Northern Virginia without uh, close familial support. So when things like this go down, like, 
it kind of puts that into perspective, like, oh my gosh, we out here and we don't have family super close by. Our closest family is, you know, two, two plus hours away, which is not terrible, but it's not the same either, right? So coming through that, everybody made it through, thank God, and we're all good. I noticed what was coming up for me was an urge to go back to the to-do list and like nothing had happened, <laughs> Like nothing had happened, just pick up where I left off, go back to all of these things that I think I need to do, things that I think have to happen for me to achieve a certain outcome. You know, sometimes we receive these challenges and essentially it is God's way of telling us like, slow down, slow down. I have something to say to you. I have... uh an idea or I have something I need to say to you or I just need you in a moment of sitting your behind down. That's it. That's all. And I recognize for me that is a difficult thing. It's a difficult difficult place to to be in. Um, I'm very much attached to the outcome of I'm very much attached to outcome and feeling as if I'm, and feeling as though if I'm not actively working on a specific outcome, that I'm not productive or, you know, worthy of rest or sitting my behind down um, for no reason other than I want to. I struggle with that. I've struggled, struggled with that for a while and that feeling has been magnified uh, since becoming a parent. So that's what was coming up for me. And that has come up for me in the past. But this time, you know, there was a sense of, let me be curious about it this time. Let me be curious about this, this um, judgment, this uh almost like robotic desire to want to get back on the hamster wheel. What does that mean? You know, I started making it bigger and like, oh, is this capitalism like ingrained in me? Like we just got to go, go, go. I was really just trying to sit with it and unpack it. And to be honest with you, I'm still there. I don't think that this is something that I will have like a straightforward answer to. Um, because I'm certain this feeling is going to come up again. What has come up as I've been sitting with it is taking notice, becoming aware of all the ways that I not only showed up as a partner and as a mother um, during our bout with COVID, but all the ways that I continue to show up even as I'm not actively, you know, running around or, you know, writing this piece or, you know, working on my business, just my being is enough. So that's the first thing that came up. The second thing is the concept of time and the deadlines that I tend to put on myself that are unnecessary. <laughs> you know, like I I do believe deadlines have a place, but some of the expectations 
that I put on myself and the why behind them straight up don't make sense. And those deadlines become a hindrance to my long-term growth because essentially what am I working for or what, what am I working towards if I am constantly on this wheel and not stopping to even take notice of the process, the ways that I'm growing while I'm on the path to this goal, um, taking notice of the things I need to adjust, right? Sometimes you're blindly just working towards this thing and you're not stopping to be like, wait a minute, does this even work for me right now? Does it work for my life and the season that I'm in? Does this make sense? Because I'm not stopping to take notice of this time constraint that I've put on myself. Another thing is recognizing all of the roles that we have, all of the ways that we show up, that people experience us. I'm not always going to have each of those hats on every day, all the time. Like, that's impossible. So some days I'm going to show up um, in a brilliant way as a business owner. Other days I'm going to show up amazing as a mother. Other days I'm going to be that bomb wife like but it's to expect myself to perfectly wear all of those hats is like you know trying to wear you know a wig and a crochet set and box braids and a bomb twist out like all that way it sounds insane is that the best way for Luann to show up is that conducive to my highest good? Is that conducive to my joy? And if the answer is no, I have to be okay with that. I have to accept that. I have to sit in that and recognize that that is the lesson that challenging seasons have for us. So this is something that I've done before, that I've used before. Um, I know a lot of folks out there do this. When you are feeling um, like you have a whole bunch of stuff to do, especially after a time of like challenge or you went through something or you were sick or something like that, it can be helpful to do a brain dump of all of the things that uh, you want to accomplish that need to get done, that you would love to do, just do a brain dump of all of those, right? And for me, that, <laughs> for me, it's not so much a brain dump. It's a collection of several to-do lists that I have. It's more of like a inventory check of what do I have on my plate? And going over that with a, a very objective point of view and saying what can realistically happen with the time that I have in this day? What can realistically happen? Time for you to honor yourself and honor your needs is not negotiable. Pouring into you is something that is a prerequisite to a lot of these other things that are on this to-do list. So it's pretty simple, right? You're taking care of yourself first. To a lot of folks that are second and third time parents, it's a lot easier said than done. But some of the things on the take care of me first list are take as little as one minute 
and can be, you know, more a whole day if you if you want it to be, if you have the space for it to be. But if we can approach each day knowing, man, you know what? I took one minute before I had to pick the kids up just to breathe. I took five minutes to sit outside in the sun and recharge. I took, you know, 10 minutes to uh, journal my thoughts or to call my friend and catch up with them, um, to check in on a family member. When we look at it that way as little bites, little moments, um, although I do think like larger amounts of time for self-care is important too, if we look at these like micro moments, these micro opportunities to pour back into ourselves, it wouldn't seem so overwhelming and it will eventually create a feeling of more balance in our everyday lives, right? We maybe will be more equipped to end each day feeling um, more satisfaction with the things that I was able to get done and the things that I didn't and and really be able to release and let go of them as opposed to turning on our judge and inner critic right before we lay our heads on the pillow. So what does that look like for you? What are your little moments, your micro moments where you can pour into yourself? Is the idea of a brain dump helpful for you after a season of challenge where you feel that urge to kind of like get back to it all? I would love to hear your ideas, your feedback, and what you think to those of you that are currently in a season of challenge. You are loved. You are seen. I see how tired you are. Please know that you will make it over this challenge. You will make it over this hill. There will be a season of flow coming up for you after this challenge. There always is. There's always a season of flow after difficulty. And I'll see you on the other side. Whether it is birth wisdom or, you know, something more personal like today's episode, I appreciate every listen, every comment, um, all of it. It really means so much to me. If you haven't already checked out my drop-in sessions, what are you waiting for? Go on over to wellworthwatering.com forward slash drop dash in dash sessions. If you're wondering what is a drop-in session, drop-in sessions is a lighthearted virtual hour of conversation and tips about all things labor, all things childbirth and postpartum. It's hosted at 7 p.m. the last Wednesday of every month. And there's always a new topic each month. Um, Sometimes it's about postpartum healing. Sometimes it's about a particular stage of labor or, you know, pregnancy ailments, things that come up. Sometimes the topics are freeform. It's really a time where you can just come on and talk about whatever is on your heart or mind as an expectant parent. Drop-in sessions are completely free. All you have to do is register The next drop-in session will be hosted Wednesday, September 28th from 7 to 8 p.m. via Zoom. All you have to do is sign up. That's it. 
This month's topic is going to be about pushing, right? Should I push? Does my body push for me? Um, these are kind of the questions that we're gonna tackle in this month's drop-in session. So wellworthwatering.com forward slash drop dash in dash sessions. I'm gonna make sure the link to that is in my show notes so that you guys can get to it easily. If you have comments, questions, feel free to reach out to me directly at lou at wellworthwatering.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at wellworthwatering. And of course, until next time, always remember, please always remember that you are well worth pouring into and you are well worth watering. <laughs>